it all started out as a mild curiosity in the junkyard. And now it's turned out to be quite a, a quite a great spirit of adventure. Welcome to another episode of A Mild Curiosity in the Junkyard. Um, today I'm Alex. And <laughs> you said that before. Today I'm Alex. Tomorrow. Who knows who I'll And be? today also with me is the... Uh, today I'm Andy. The Andy. <laughs> the one and only Andy. The Andy. The Andy, yes. <laughs> like a bit of the mountains. Just one of them. The Andes. I'm just one. Yeah, these mountains. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. You Where? Need to know your geography. I don't do geography. Anyway, yes. Hello. What have we been watching? Oh, yeah, we have just watched episode one of Terror of the Autons. The first story of season eight of Doctor Who, the third, the third Doctor's second season already. Um, yes. So we start off with a circus. I don't like circuses. No, I don't particularly like them either. But we start off with a circus and then a mysterious TARDIS-like noise. And then there's just a big van. There's a horse box, I think. Yeah, and then a man tries to open it and it's open, And then someone else comes out. He does. And looking very suave and sophisticated with his, you know, his beard and his black suit. And then he's like, who the, who the heck are you? Says the yeah. guy. He's like, I'm university. I'm usually referred to as the master. I was. I was like, yes, it's the master. It's the first yeah, time we have him in, in classic and I'm very the happy about that. Master story. Yeah, the introduction of the master. It's quite exciting. Quite a big deal because obviously you know the master is from New Who. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we've got the master. Who's uh? Yeah, I love the guy. They do. Who the heck are you? <laughs> he's got an accent as well, hasn't he? Yeah, because well, he he pretends to be called Luigi Rossini, and he says, <laughs> I, I, "That's not your real name." Yeah, he says, something Lou Russell." And he's like, "What'd you call me?" He's like, "Lou Russell." It happens to be your real name, and then he. Why he did, goes, he change, did he change accents then? Yeah, he goes, did oh, you yeah. not notice? He's going, "Yeah, who the heck?" And he goes, "What did you call me?" Is he so? So he's pretending to be like Italian. He's like Italian, yeah. And what did he say his name was? Lou Russell. No, 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 it's pretending. Luigi Rossini. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you sounds... couldn't get more kind of fake, <laughs> fake, fake Italian than that, could you? That drowns me of um, that pasta name. What is it? I don't know. There's lots Linguini. of Linguini. Linguini. Yeah, Luigi, what was it? Rossini. Yeah, Rossini, Linguini. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so he's about to, like, he goes to, like, hit the master, doesn't he? And the master just grabs his arm. And he, and he gets to his knees and the master's eyes go wide and he's like hypnotised. So you see the master hypnotises someone like straight away. Bang. Mm. Straight away. And then we see the doctor, he's in his lab um, where he's singing about he doesn't want to set the world on fire and then someone explodes in the TARDIS. So he, he kind of failed that. And he comes out and he's fiddling around with something. And then a new, um, a new woman walks in and um, well, he, she comes in first of all and Says he's well, he says not today, thank you, doesn't he? Because he thinks she's the tea lady. Yeah. And then she comes in, and uh, and then something there's the smoke comes out of his thing that he's working on, and she gets a fire extinguisher, and sprays it, and he's like, oh, what have you done? You ruined it, you ham-fisted bundle, <laughs> which is a hilarious insult. <laughs> and and she introduces herself as as Joe Grant, mm-hmm. his new assistant. So Liz is 
Liz has disappeared. Yeah. I like, I like Liz. I like Liz as well. It's a shame she's gone so quickly. Yeah, I, I really, I, I liked her. I would have liked her for her to stay for another series. I think the trouble was, I think behind the scenes, I think they didn't like the fact that you had two quite clever people. Like, obviously she was a doctor and he's a doctor. Or do they want someone they to want, be really stupid? Well, they wanted someone, well, more someone that who'd be like the kind of the viewer's point of view, you know, sort of asking questions about what's going on. So if you've got two scientists, they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, right, okay. So you need someone yeah. to explain things to, really. So not that they want someone stupid, just someone who can yeah. ask questions, really. I honestly, so the first... That's a shame, because I like this. Yeah, the first episode, I honestly don't really like Joe in the first episode. She no, seems but, really irritating. No, but she, I'm sure she'll grow on you like a lot of... Like, like companions take a little while to kind of settle in, don't they? But yeah, but like, but yeah, I know. But like, um, in in uh, in the past, I've never, I've never, you know, once and ever annoyed me, and I've ended up liking it. So even like, I don't like, uh, uh, they annoy me. Yeah. Or I like them. Well, yeah. we'll have to, we'll have to see, won't we? We'll have to see how it goes. I mean, it's early days yet, so. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, with Liz, we find out it's gone back to Cambridge apparently. So that's that, sadly. Yeah. No why more. didn't she come back from Cambridge? I know. It's a shame. Yeah, I liked her. But anyway, yeah, so... And they find out that the... Um, well, no, before that, we actually see it happen, don't we? The um, the nesting sphere gets taken from the Space Museum, doesn't it, apparently? But not the Space Museum, from the William Hartnell story, but a Space Museum. Oh, yeah, when he hides in a Dalek. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... And then um, Joe tells the Doctor that it's been stolen. And he's like, oh, no, why was that there? He said, oh, the Brigadier lent out. He's like, the Brigadier's an idiot. <laughs> he loves calling the Brigadier in the last story. He yeah, idiot, so. like twice in a row now. Yeah. So, um, so he wasn't best pleased by that. And the Master, meanwhile, is up to all kinds of no good, isn't he? He goes up to a radio telescope and there's two guys in there. One's moaning about having to eat eggs for his lunch. What's wrong with that? You know? I don't know. I quite like boiled but eggs. Who, who, make, who makes his lunch? It's his mum. No, his wife, wasn't it, I think. Oh. Oh, yeah. And then there's a. Oh, one, he just makes his own lunch. One guy That's goes sick. out Amazing. and walks, goes down the tower, and the master's lurking around there. So he, he goes in, and you just see him go in the room when this guy's getting his packed lunch out, and he just fires a thing at him, which we don't know what it's done at this point. This is but we do oh, later on. We do later We're not going to ruin it, because, I mean, if you're. Listen, this you probably know what happens. Well, but... you'd hope so if you've been watching the story or you've watched it before, which I imagine you probably have. Yeah. I've seen it many times. Many times before. First I've time not. I saw, first time I saw this was on video back in about 1993, I think, something like that. So. This is the first time I've watched it. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously, yeah, because it's the first time we're watching through mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah, so the master then, he gets his um, the control sphere out and plugs it into the the radio telescope, and he's fiddling around with it, isn't it? He's making some weird hoover noises. Sounds like he's hoovering up. He wants to get the te- the telescopes aligned to wherever the the uh, the nesting consciousness is in space, to draw them, to draw them in, and then the other scientist comes back up, doesn't he? And the master just stares at him. So he's obviously hypnotised him as well. Yeah. He didn't seem to shrink him, so... I thought he's like, he just stares at him with hypnotise him. Yeah, but that's the skill, you see. That's the skill of the master. He doesn't have to use, like, a watch or anything to, to hypnotise him. He can just stare at him. Yeah, he doesn't use, like, a swirly-whirly background. No, or anything like that. So. No. But, yeah, so then we find the the doctor... Um, get, I think the brigadier tells the doctor... Well, the, the brigadier... The doctor's not happy with Joe, is he? He's saying about... Because he says about... Um, he's, Liz going and he's not happy and he's not happy with Joe. He says, "No, come on, no, I don't, I don't need it. I don't, I'm quite happy on my own." It's like, well, you can, 
You can he's tell like, he's, he's like, I either need a qualified person or just no one. Yeah, exactly. So... And the uh, like, well, why don't you, why don't you tell yourself? Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, and he's, and, and Lynn, then and Joe comes back in and he's, he's going, Miss Grant, I, um, I, um, it's very hard to say this. I, um, uh, thank just, you. Thank you. For... Thank you, Miss Grant. I'm going to say you're a great use to me. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, thank you, doctor. Yeah. Not questioning why he's saying thank you no, is no, hard for no, him no, to no, say. No, exactly. <laughs> And then um, they find out that these two scientists have gone missing from this radio telescope. So they go, they go and investigate. And they meet Captain Yates, who's uh, he's already on the scene. And uh, and the doctor says, "Well, I'm going up in the tower to go and see what's going on." And the brigadier and Joe go into the room, and they're going, "Hello, hello." And Joe's like, "Hello, there's that guy there." And he doesn't turn around, does he? He's like, "Hello." He's looking at some big sheets of paper, and the doctor goes up. And then all of a sudden you hear a TARDIS noise again. It's like, what is going on? And then it's just a man in the and sky. In a bowler hat, yeah, in a suit. And then all of a sudden he's in front of the Don't go away, Doctor. And then he like moves nearer. <laughs> and he's like, he, 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 he looks quite ridiculous in that outfit. He's like, he obviously knows this guy from before. Yeah, and then he's like, well, I'm, 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 I'm travelling in incognito. Yeah. He's like, most time lords are already conspicuous. Yeah. Unlike, <laughs> unlike you. Yeah, basically going, well, yeah, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he tells him that the master has uh, has arrived, and he says he'll almost certainly try to kill you, doctor. I'm like, oh, well, thanks. So they all, i didn't know that they were new. I thought it was the first time the doctor meets the master. Yeah. Oh no, he's known him of old. So we just haven't seen it on TV before. So, um, and then yeah, so he um he warns him about that. He says, oh, I'd have a look. Th- be careful. Have a look through there. He's left you a little present or whatever he says, and you can see there's like some bomb that's attached mm. to a thing. And then... So very amusing to everything. He says, well, you better find a witty way of dealing with it. And then the time lord like, waves his hand and is like, no, not happening. And yeah. then he goes... And then he pop, goes away. And then he pops back and goes, good luck. And then he goes away again. Yeah. And, like, I was like, first of all, like, there are two solutions. Either cut mm. the string... Yeah. Or, you know, just, yeah, like, cut break the string, a window. It would have just stayed where it was. Yeah. Here. Or break a window and, and go, go through, through that. that. Yeah, exactly. But no... But what a dog to do, he runs through, through the door and grabs just it for grabs before it, it hits like, the I said, floor. what if he hadn't? Because he said, the, the other time lord said it would blow up the whole facility that they were at. And you're like, oh, great, okay. But so he's risking that. Yeah. He's risking but that. But happening. I literally either, either just carry scissors, which he probably does because pockets are probably I would huge. Imagine so, yeah. And or just break a window. Like, there were two really very easy yeah. solutions that would have that would have had less risk and less risk of death. Exactly. And then Captain Yates comes up and he's like, Oh, what's that? And then it says a bomb. And he says, "Is it diffused?" And and, and he's just pulling the red thing goes, off, and he's like, "It is now." Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, what happened to the other scientists?" He's like, "They say, oh, he left in quite a hurry because he's like the half-eaten egg there." Yeah. And then he opens up the lunchbox and he goes, "Oh no!" And he sees. And I, and I was just like, and I was just thinking, he's not in the lunchbox, is yeah. he? And, and he was in the lunchbox. The master shrunken. It's the first time we see the master shrink anyone, which he likes to do because he's. Weird like that. It's like, I'm, if I'm going to kill someone, how am I going to do it? Oh, I'm going to shrink them to death. Yeah. I don't know whether he actually shrinks them and then has to kill them still. Because I mean, if you shrink someone, generally, I mean, I wouldn't have thought that would kill them. It would just make them small. Unless it does something to their insides as well. I don't know. But Yeah. So anyway, so he's definitely dead. We don't know what's happened to the other side, this guy. But, I mean, you uh, like, you know, you know, in like a new who, when the doctor has a, when the doctor, when the master has the tissue conversion. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that like, I mean, they turn into like little men. And they just, things, yeah, just they? kind of boom, die. Yeah. Yeah. So. so it must be like more advanced version of what the master has there. Yeah, I don't know, but anyway. Um, so yeah, so they found that out. The master, meanwhile, has gone to a plastics factory because you know autons love plastic. 
Yeah, and so does he. Apparently. And then he goes and hypnotizes the guy there, Rex Farrell, who the actor we've seen before was in Ambassadors of Death playing a reporter, and we'll see him again later on. What was that? I don't know. You need to suddenly bursting into song. It wasn't sound a like song. That wasn't to... a song. That was definitely not a song. Oh, uh, pretending you're about to sing. No, but we'll see him again anyway. Um, but yeah, so he's setting up. He's like saying, "Oh, we can give you lots of business because my clients are uh, very, uh, very. They like plastic a lot. They're very, they're yeah. very." Uh, and so he's busy doing that the doctor meanwhile he's gone back to where's he gone back to has he gone back to unit hq at this point i think so yeah probably and uh oh yeah because he goes back with the bomb doesn't he so he's going to boil out the core oh yeah and, and he big, puts it in like a microwave doesn't it or, or whatever it is and the doctor and the booth says oh our boys would love to get their hands on that it's like too late it's all gone it's like well the weapons on this planet they're already bad enough as it is didn't want them to, to develop anything from it. And the bigger looks really like, oh. <laughs> uh, Joe, meanwhile, has gone off to try and find out what's going on. Because she's hiding in the, the plastics factory. Or outside the plastics factory. And uh, the master's walking around with Rex Farrell. And how they don't spot her, I don't know. No, I don't know. And then and then she tries to stand up, but then she knocks up a bunch of plastic things. Yeah. And then um, she she's goes, oh, like... Hello. <laughs> yeah, because she thinks there's no one can see her. And she's like... Oh, hello, because she's the master looking straight out. Yeah, her. yeah, and so the master then obviously he hypnotizes her and asks her about who was at the, the radio telescope, and she tells him obviously it's the doctor and and the brigadier and her. so he's like, oh right, okay, so he's got a little plan forming in his head then, and then um, he's like, um, nothing suspicious happened. No, nothing then. there at all. And it was just what was his name? Who? You just remember your encounter with. Rex yeah. yeah, you do, you do, you didn't you forget your memory of me. That's right. Yeah, so they find you back at Unit HQ. They're saying about how they they found this box, haven't they? In the in the in the well, I can't remember where they found it. Someone's car had gone off the road. Was it the other scientist? Maybe Phillips. Was he Phillips? I think he might have been the other scientist. He went missing. His car gone off there, and they found in the boot this unit markings box. Yeah. So they bring it in. Um, but before that, all that happens, the uh, back at the factory, there's another guy turns up and he's saying about how, well, who's this Colonel Masters guy? He's saying to Rex Farrell, what's going on? Who's this guy? We don't, we don't have any. No, he, and he's know. looking in there like there must be a there card. There must be a card. There must be a card. Yeah. Like, but that's not. I'll go. I'll go and speak. I'll I'll bring him here. You can talk to him. He's like, what? He's here in the factory. So, and he keeps saying about, well, I'm going to phone your dad up. He's like, my father isn't in charge of this company. He retired. I'm in charge now. He just sounds like, I'm going to call your dad. Yeah, but then he does. <laughs> he sounds like a really weird threat. Give me Mr. Farrell Senior. Please. And he bangs his bangs his hand on the table. Yeah. I always makes me laugh at him. I don't know why he bangs his hand Maybe on the table. Maybe because he's like really desperate. Frustrated, yeah. He's like, yeah. So Rex goes down to where the master is and he opens the door and there's like three autons like laying on the... Yeah. I don't know if it's the first time we heard them called autons as well. And, and one's then, about um, to hit him, isn't it? And then the master goes, no. The orphans are my servants, yeah. or whatever he says. Yeah, okay then. So, yeah, I think that might be the first time we've actually heard them called autons, I'm not sure. but um, So, then the um, back at Unit HQ, the, the Benton and Yates have brought this box out, and Joe's like, Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, they're saying about getting it open. He's like, Oh, I can open it. She's saying, I can open that. Okay. And he says, Oh, key for everything, eh? And she opens the lock up. And then the doctor suddenly comes downstairs and goes, Stop it, that's a bomb! I don't know how he knows it's a bomb, but... Yeah, and then, like, smoke starts coming out of yeah. it. And she's going, I've got to open it, I've got to. Yeah. And she punches, before that, she punches Yates in the stomach there and he tries to stop her doing it. I mean, that's yeah. quite impressive in itself. He's like, oh! So, 
So yeah, wow, it's a lot of action, a lot of action packed in this in this episode already. Well, a little bit. A little bit, a little bit of action, a lot going on. The master turning up, obviously. That's yeah. quite exciting. So. And is it only four episodes long? This only one? four episodes, yeah. So. Well, that's two autumn ones that are two episodes long. Two four episodes long. Yeah. Two autumn and written ones by the same guy, long. Robert Holmes, as well. So. I thought I'd heard. I thought I'd seen that name before. Yeah. So Must be he weird. writes. He writes a few uh, third Doctor stories. So. Cool. There we go. Right, should we go and watch episode two? Yeah, I think we should. Let's do it. We just watched episode two of Terror of the Autons, and yeah. And watched, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. And yeah. And yeah. Um, so, how did we begin? We began with we began Joe trying with, to open the box still. Yeah, with, with Joe trying to open the box. And the doctor said, like, Stop it, that's a bomb! Then, like, the doctor then, like, grabbed it and just threw Chucked it out a window. Not like really a, good windows, No, they're they? terrible windows. Just, <laughs> just smashed the window. Just with threw it. it out and then it just blew up in the water. Because yeah. there was water there. Thank just goodness. thought I'd just let you know. Yeah, that's this. quite handy as well. It's like, <laughs> if, what if they hadn't been. What like, if there were just people down there? Yeah, or just any. Or just ground concrete. Or something. Yeah, exactly. It was just or blow. grass, mud everywhere. Not yeah. cleaning up to do. But yeah, luckily they were right next to some kind of canal or something. So. Yeah. Um, maybe or they're, like, little, so maybe they're like on some land by a river. Yes. Well, obviously. Well, yeah, quite. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a little bit. Maybe of... it's just like a flooding. No, they're like a kind of yeah, man-made yeah, yeah. thing, didn't it? So, um, while that was all man-made flooding. While that was all going on, Mister McDermott was at the factory still, um, wondering, you know, well, he just he'd rung, um, Rex's dad, hadn't he, in the last episode, to Maybe complain he'd about rung his dad oh. to complain about Colonel Masters, who's you know obviously the master under one of his cunning, yeah, well, obviously, on his cunning disguises. Oh well, yeah, so. You could never, you you'd never be able to recognise him in that. I know. So what? <laughs> who could it? Who could it be? Who could it be? Oh no! It's the master. Definitely, the name didn't give it away. Yeah. So he's saying about he had concerns about the whole operation and what was going on. And the master had some thing on his desk, didn't he? It was like some big black plastic thing. It's like what? No, that's no good. What's that? What's what's that? And so he like, put no, it on just the have floor. A look. And he clicked his fingers. And it inflated. My at first, I didn't. I thought it was a bouncy castle. So I was yeah. like, yay! And it was a chair. But so. so you're a you're a magician as well as a colonel. <laughs> what quite, accent does that guy have? The Irish. He's like Northern Irish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, Irish. Uh, my then, accent um, wasn't attempting that. To be honest, I was just kind of saying the line should, in was, a yeah. slight accent. And then um, and then he told him to sit down and then he touched him. It's like it's got oh, like it's a kind clamp, of clammy like, thing. Like should be, plastic should be warm. Yeah. And then he's yeah. like, sit down. <laughs> and then he sat down and I, and then and then um I was just like <laughs> I jokingly said again, mm. oh is it gonna that's gonna eat him? And then what did it do? Basically, it, it just folds down. It just basically it? ate him like it suffocated him or something. Yeah. And I was just there, just like. Why does this keep happening? I keep I keep joking about stuff and it actually happens. Killed by plastic. Yeah, he had to stop Rex, didn't he? He went, nope. And then Rex was just watching it all happen. I was like, oh. oh at, least it, at least it wasn't like his dad or whatever. Well, no, not yet it wasn't. Not yet. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Why did you figure it away from me? You just watched it. We just watched the, the dad bit. Oh, know? yeah, I forgot. I forgot that was his dad. <laughs> anyway, I thought, I thought, later in this I episode. I thought it was some random dude. Oh, the I doctor, Joe's just sat there, meanwhile, in a in a kind of catatonic sort of state isn't yeah. she she's not and she's, really and she has to sit down on a chair I can't remember what the term the doctor uses um, what, what he says it is disassociative oh. something or other I can't remember no that. I have it then it's gone it's like right on the tip of my tongue it was I quite can't... a long winded way of yeah I know basically, what... she's, basically she's in shock I think of, of 
of, of being hypnotised. Yeah, and not written and kind of trying to come to terms with what she's just done as well. And then um and then the doctor's trying to like tell trying to like talk to her, isn't isn't mm. he? He's like, I'm the doctor. Yeah. Joe. Joe. And she's Joe. like the doctor. And then she's going I had to open it. I had to open it. And then um and then he was asking, he was talking to her like, you know, where you know, asking her like where she was and like what what was the name of it and she was like, I don't know. I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember. remember. Why are they why is she so dramatic about that? Because obviously she's troubled by the fact that she was hypnotised. Yeah, and I mean you could have just like, been oh. like I can't remember, not like I can't remember. No, she's just obviously it's a big deal for her. To yeah. To yeah. Not remember, not remember what was going on. So the then we go back to the factory again and um yeah, Mr. Farrell Senior, the dad, has turned up, and he's because they because he's found out obviously that um, Mr. McDermott's died, and and the master says he just sat down in that chair there and, and just slipped away. Which <laughs> is a great line. I love that. Yeah, uh, um, and then he was like, and then that guy, what was his name? The which one? The the guy who was who was. Speak words, which man? The, which man? The mm-hmm. man that was old. The older man. That's Mister Farrell Senior. Yeah, that yeah. guy, the, the senior man. Who's that? He same? was. Um, he was like, and what? What did, what did the doctor say? Um, and yeah, and I, he was like, I don't I know. Don't, you could have yeah, just yeah. made it up and been like, he had a heart attack. It was like, like he was kind like, of, but I think he was just a bit confused because he yeah. didn't really know what's going on because he's kind of hypnotized, but sort of. Breaking not, free of it. Yeah, it's like, 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 like the doctor said about he's Joe. He's like fifty percent hypnotized, fifty yeah. percent. It's not. like when the doctor said about Joe. It says once the once someone's away from the master's influence, they kind of start trying. Their brain starts trying to yeah. come out of it. You know, so he he seems like sort of like sometimes seems like conscious at times, but other times she's like completely hypnotized. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So, yeah. um, but yeah, and he was saying about how we could, they were going to do a whole new line of things, and his dad was like, "No, you're not. No, you're not going to run this factory into the ground after I build it up all this time." He said, "If you, I'm not past it, you know, I can come out of retirement and do it myself." And then the master's trying to explain to him about, "Oh no, we're doing this new stuff. It's it's a different kind of plastic. It's different." It's like rah rah rah, and <laughs> he wasn't happy. That's what I normally do, and I just someone's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then um, and then you show, you show him that thing. What? Oh, that was later. No, that was later. Oh, yeah, that's when they went to the car park. Yeah, because then the well, the master went out and then he was talking to Rex, wasn't he, for a bit, about yeah, you know, about yeah about him doing it, and Rex was just very confused because every time the master walks away, Rex suddenly gets confused about things, doesn't he? Because he's not yeah. under his influence so much then. Yeah. You know? okay. That's when he becomes slightly more like conscious. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. When, the, when the master comes near, he's just sort of like. Yeah. Well, Joe, Joe goes in afterwards and says sorry to the doctor, doesn't she, about um, not being able to remember stuff. Yeah. And him, you know, he said, "Oh, it's not your fault. It's the master. He's the one who's done all this because he's he's a naughty boy." <laughs> I don't think he used those words. He didn't use those words, but that was kind of implied. I think yeah, <laughs> the master was a you know. He's a he yeah he's 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 a bit he's a bit of a. A bit of a what. I don't know. Renegade. Bit of a rebel. Bit of a cheeky monkey. The master's a bit of a cheeky monkey. A bit of a cheeky monkey. I mean, a cheeky monkey who happens to kill lots of people. You know, super cheeky monkey. Um, but yeah, he just, so, yeah, he just, he's just a bit cheeky. Uh. But the doctor says, yeah, it's all right, Joe. It's not your fault. You know, it didn't happen. And then the brigadier comes and says, oh, Miss Grant, you're supposed to be on sick leave. 
And she's like, oh, no, I'm fine now. It's like, oh, you've remembered then. So no, I haven't remembered. And then they say, oh, um, Phillips's car was seen. Um, and they work out that he's gone to the circus. Maybe he just went to go and watch the circus. Yeah, maybe. But um, so they're like, right, okay. The doctor says, right, I'm going to go off then to the to the circus and try and find him. And Joe's like, oh, I'll come with you. And he's like, no, not, not this so time. So no one drives there and he gets out of the car. But obviously everyone just assumes he's a magician because no one questions him because he's, he's dressed yeah, like exactly. a magician. Well, Joe... Joe... And then Joe, like, strode away in the back somehow. You, you missed a bit before where she's talking to Mike Gates there and he's going, oh, no, you know, it's just... Because she's really fed up, isn't she? And she's like, oh... And he's like, oh, just do as the brigadier says. And she's like, okay, and smiles. And you know that she's probably going to do something. And that's when... When he gets there, and we see that she's been hiding in the back yeah, of Bessie, like behind, like underneath some things. Yeah, some whatever, some other spare things that the doctor has in the car. Yeah, spanners. Spanners. No, it was under like a kind of cloak, <laughs> a coat, or a tour. Or Maybe he's got an extra cloak. Fabric or something. And that extra fabric to make more coats. More coats. Cloaks. I don't think he makes his own. I don't think he gets them from somewhere. Probably the TARDIS. It's probably the TARDIS is full of these things. Yeah. Um. So. Maybe he's got like um. Maybe he's got like his own wardrobe. Maybe like every time he generates. He's a wardrobe room, yeah. Maybe like every time, every time he generates, the wardrobe also changes. Well, I might do. I might just have lots and lots of different clothes. I mean, he often, often sometimes steals clothes, doesn't he? Well, he did, he did it in his first story, yeah. But I mean, he's got yeah. his own stuff now. Oh, that also happened in um with the eleventh Doctor as well. Yes, it did. They like to it steal did. clothes, don't they? Um. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so the master then. He goes in. He gets into Mister Farrell Senior's car and puts the heater up, and then he helps out again before he comes down. And he goes and gets this thing, and he shows it to him. It's like a horrible troll thing. It's a horrible it? troll doll type and thing. And then he's like, it. um, and he's it's like, almost. It's got like a little beard. So it's like he's made a master doll, but a really horrible <laughs> looking. One. Yeah, it looks like a. It looks like a gone off master. A gone off master. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like like you know like he's like. He's got, you know, like when milk goes yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but with people. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, so he's... He's got past the cell by day. He brings this doll out and Mr. Farrell's like, oh, no, that's horrible. And he's, and he's in the master's like, no, I insist you take the car with you. Have a think about it. And he chucks it in the back of his car. And so he's driving a lot. And then... And it starts coming to life, doesn't it? Which you were loving, yeah. It looks like a telly tummy in the wind. Yeah, it's like wobbling. With his little legs. Yeah. But it's really, it's really little fat. And but then, then he gets really hot, so he opens the window and turns the heating down, and the thing just falls back on the seat again. Yeah. <laughs> um. The doctor, the doctor, meanwhile, goes up to the horse box. He just spies it, doesn't he? Like, like, see, so he knows somehow it's the master's Maybe you can sense it. Maybe. 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 The, maybe I mean, if someone can sense it, or someone perhaps, then maybe they can like sense. Didn't he have like a stethoscope out or something? Yeah, I mean, it? like maybe they can sense our time lords, or maybe they can sense like. Time tardises as well. Time tardises. <laughs> time tardises. Time tardises. So, yeah, so he goes up to That's it. That's what they should call them, tardises. No, that'd be rubbish. Yeah, we'll um, So he goes up to it and he's listening and then old Luigi Rossini comes out again <laughs> with, with, uh, with Tony the Strongman, who's played by the same guy as Toberman in... Uh, in yeah, so I was thinking, why do I feel like a friend? I yeah, remember like, him. He looks familiar. Yeah, big yeah. strong man. Yeah, he looks like he's familiar. He, he, he says even less in this one though. At least Toberman had a no, couple no, of no, lines. No, he doesn't actually say anything. Though, does he? That's what I mean. He says even less. Did, did Toberman say... actually say anything? Toberman had a couple man. of lines, I think. Yeah. Did I don't remember him saying anything. There's always was one. He said there. something right at the very end, didn't he? I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least yeah. he had a line. I don't think even think he speaks in it. He doesn't know. So then they're like, um, they tie the doctor up and they're questioning him about stuff, aren't they? Yeah. And we see Phillips 
Is it Phillips, the one, the scientist? He goes yeah, into the yeah. He walks into, he goes the, into horse the horse box. box, yeah, and he sits in there and he contacts the master. Yeah, I think because because um because Joe Joe sees it because she looks at the picture and she's like, that's Phillips. That's right. Yeah. So she sees him, but she also sees the doctor obviously in the in the caravan where he is, and the doctor's saying, oh, what's the master problem? Well, you know, what's he promised you? I can give you, you know, I can give you lots of lots of money, or whatever. And they they. They, they get out like a wallet and, they, and there's nothing in there. And, and they goes, see a picture and it's like. And he goes, is... Oh, eccentric millionaire, I. Because <laughs> he hasn't got any money on him. And he's easy. And the doctor's like, I can get money very easily. Yeah. Like, that's can right. you? Yeah. Can you? Can you? No. You might have lots in the targets, you don't know. You don't really. He never really uses money for much, does he? So. Yeah. He occasionally gives it out sometimes to people for things, but. Does he? Yeah, I'm trying to think. There was one. I'm trying to think of the one where I remember he had some, some money and he gave it out. Um. I don't know. It was like, it, we'll, 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 like 50p. No, it was like... No, don't spend it, it was, all on it was like some notes. He had some <laughs> notes of different currencies and things, but I can't remember what it was. Um. Anyway. Is that, is that an, that's always the classic Oh, I don't know. I can't remember now. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I'm sure we'll get to it at some point. Um. So, yeah, so then he goes... L- Rossini goes off. Rossini. And Tony's, Tony's still there watching the doctor. And then the doctor says, oh, you know, I could start shouting for help, you know. Help, help. Help. And, and then Joe... he just gets a bit... Of, and then, uh, what's his name? Tony. Tony just gets a bit of cloth. And He's just... about to shove it in the doctor's mouth. And then and he does. Well, he does. He does. And, and then, then Joe, Joe comes up and smashes like a vase on him. And he falls like a slack of spuds, doesn't he? He goes down like yeah. boom, really quickly. And you think, a really strong, big man like that, is that really going to do it? I don't know. But... When, you were, when, you, when you were saying... When you were doing like um, what the doctor's been, you were saying help. Kind of reminded me of the seagulls from finding the Oh, yeah, yeah, mine. yeah. Mine. 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 Yeah. But help. Help. <laughs> So oh. then, so then, oh. the, um, Phillips comes into the um, because the master sends him in because he says you know what to do, doesn't he? So when he, he talks goes to him like a like a grenade, a grenade. In his hand, like, and then he's like, the I master have, is controlling. I have to do it. I have to do it. And looks like what? And Joe's like, what's he got? Some kind of and he says it's some kind of grenade. And so he says then, the master is controlling your mind. You can resist him. So then he goes. You out, must resist so him. So then he goes outside, but then it explodes. He runs outside, yeah, and the doctor goes, Joe, down. And then um, they go outside after him, and they open his hand, and there's like a key and blood. Yeah. And so I don't know what happened. Said, and the doctor says, oh, he tried to get rid of it. So I don't know if it was like attached to him or something, or what was, or if there was a. If if he tried to get rid of it, maybe it would have that effect on him or something. But or maybe like, why was there a key though? <laughs> Probably the key to the tart. Yeah, the maybe, the, maybe the well, key. Well, yeah, because don't you forget that after that, the doctor goes into it. That's probably how, because he must have had the key. Yeah, did the key? Maybe the key like stabbed into his hand yeah. somehow. Maybe but, the explosion was very. Well, he goes into it and he gets out the. Um, something. He gets he gets some bit of yeah some bit of the so tart. Some bit of the tart. Yeah. yeah, and. Um, and then they're up to go, and then like all the circus people turn up, and uh, Rossini, like, Rossini has like a big club or something. He hits the doctor with it, and, and then they're a, all like the clowns and stuff, are, like yeah, Ram yeah. and Joe. And, and then a police car suddenly turns off, and you're like, oh thank goodness they're saved. And so then um, they get bundled into this police car, and then the brigadier and Yates turn up, and they're like, oh what? Okay. And then you see Benton, and he's saying, oh no, there wasn't. Uh, no police car's been been uh, reported to have gone out and they're like what oh no we better get because, out uh, because the doctor thinks that the ruler has sent them yeah he's but, like oh at least he's done something useful yeah, for a change but, but no no because they're not police car because then well because the doctor asks because they find this they're not going the right way and they're like where are we going Joe realises they're not going the, the right way the, the police officer turns around and they've got a really weird face well the doctor then, says can I see your warrant card and he turns around yeah the doctor just like leans forward and pulls 
off what is essentially a mask, isn't it? Yeah. And, and it's creepy, isn't it? It's even worse it's like than a, the first one. It's like another ones. weird... Yeah, the Autons look even weirder in this one. Too. I know, like, why are they so scary in this one? I don't know. Like, especially, like, in the new they're not scary because they're just mannequins. It's because they've got, like, those blank kind of eyes. This, yeah, yeah they look just so, like, just expressionless and just... Ugh. Yeah, so... Yeah. So yeah, so now they're in a car with two Autons taking them somewhere oh to a quarry by the sound of it. So. Oh yeah, they're going to a quarry. Well, apparently that's where they've been driven to. Yeah. yeah so. Are you sure it's not like a, a planet? Because they always have to fill. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alien planet. It probably yeah. got used for another one anyway. But, probably. So. Anyway, let's go and watch episode three and find out how they escape. We have just watched episode three of Terror of the Autons. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? It sounded like, <laughs> it sounded like we're someone trying to resist the master's control. <laughs> we just watched episode three of Terror of the Autons. Yeah, okay, got it. Then. Do you have to repeat it? Um, okay, so we forgot to mention the forgot, last one. I don't know how we forgot to mention that, because um, it comes back got, Yeah, so this Mr. guy... Farrell, this Mr. Farrell, Mr. Farrell Sr., Got um Mr. Farrell Senior. Mr. Farrell, yeah, the senior man. Mm. He got killed. We forgot, yeah, because he, he took the, when he took the doll home. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, he put it well. He put it down, and then his wife put it on the radiator, and she went off to go and make some coffee. And what she didn't see was the it was then the, the radiator heated over, him up. It jumped over to him and then killed him, and then she came in and was like, "Oh my god!" Well, you kept saying, "Oh, the doll's going to eat him," and it kind of well, it didn't eat him, but it did like kill him. But, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we forgot to mention. I can't believe we missed that bit out. But anyway, so third episode. Yes, because that's going to come back later on. Anyway. It does. So, yeah. I mean, spoiler alert. Yes. So I mean, yes. it wouldn't really. I mean, why wouldn't it not come back up? Really. Oh well, yeah. Well, the doctor, yeah, they're in the car, and they're, obviously they've seen their autons now, and the doctor does his height and, like, chops the auton, and then the car smashes into a rock, and they get out. And then the bit that always makes me laugh is what the, the auton in the passenger side is, like, kept, keeps trying to push the door open, and it's stuck against the rock. It's just the movement. It's going, trying to push it open. And the doctor and Joe get out and, and run, and the auton's hand flips down and tries to shoot them. Bertie messes, obviously. Yes, obviously it does, because they always do. Oh, except when they don't. Um, yeah. but... <laughs> they have a bit of a rubber shot when it comes to like people that aren't meant to die. Yeah, but the Brigadier <laughs> and Yates and the other unit guy turn up, and they get out, and the, and the Doctor's like, Get down, man! <laughs> and he quickly... And the Auton fires, and the Brigadier like, drops the sleet of the floor. <laughs> and then um, Yates keeps trying to shoot it. And he's and he says it's all they're autons bullets won't stop them and then Yates very cleverly gets yes, in the car. the car and then he just like he manages hit, to avoid he, being shot by yeah it. and he hit he, he like he he hits into it and then it falls down mm. um like a really far down like a slope rock yeah, hill like a, yeah. and then but you you what you said it was really cool and it really good because like obviously there's a stuntman like flipping over and over and over because then he just gets up at the bottom and starts trying to climb yeah, back up yeah it's really cool what's funny as well is because you've got him who's had his mask taken off but the other guy still like looks like a human but he's yeah. got his gun down it's quite creepy um and then because that's happened then Yates comes back round in the car and they quickly get out of their hiding place and get into it so does the brigadier but the other unit guy got killed didn't he Cause, yeah the one that he's always like um 
the characters that were like we never, never we never know yeah. the names of they just died. Well, he tried to fire at the autumn, but the autumn got him first. Yeah. But you know, it's always the characters that we don't we don't oh, know yeah. of, they just die, and the ones that obviously we know of, they just like they yeah. they apparently the the aim the the um the aliens aim or whatever it's always terrible, becomes yeah. really bad. Always manages to miss them, yeah, somehow. Yeah. So. But like when it's like a relevant character, it's like oh they got them immediately yeah. first yeah, exactly. first try. Yeah, amazingly. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so they they luckily they escaped. And they went back to the unit HQ again, didn't they? Um, what was the master doing while this was all happening? He was starting to put together his plans, wasn't he? I think of what he was up to. Probably it sounds right. He's just, you know, planning some plans. Planning some plans. <laughs> no, what was he doing? I can't remember what he was actually up to at uh, this point. So now, obviously, was he talking about the plastic flowers? Oh, he was talking about. Because well, they made some plastic daffodils. They did. I don't really get plastic flowers, but when they're plastic daffodils, it's okay yeah. because like, p- real daffodils smell really bad. Do they? They don't smell particularly nice. I, I couldn't comment. I don't really well, know. Well, not really bad, but like, but like they, they just they like. do they do smell a bit. Ugh. A bit worse. Yeah, we've, we've had them like I've, we've had them like in, a, in the house before, and it's okay. just it's just. Ugh. I'll take your word for it. I can't say no, I don't nice. really notice what daffodils smell like. Yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so they... They look um, nice, though, but... Yeah. You know, they don't smell nice. No. Like with humans. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're just, we're, let's get back to the story. Anyway, yes. Off topic slightly. So the Master and Rex, obviously, are still doing their doing their thing. And you see Rex with... He's got a, he's got a coach, hasn't he? With um, Well, we see... What is it? Is this plastic comes to town on the side and then, of the coach? And I was like, I don't want it to come to town. I can go away. Because like, these really people. creepy people were like, handing and out the flowers. The Everyone flowers, was just yeah. like, oh my God, let's go and get some one singular plastic daffodil. Yeah. Who looks at that and thinks, that's amazing. I know. Looks, I need it. It's really odd, isn't it? Why would you take it from that creepy little guy, though? I don't know. The big heads. The weird big if heads. If I saw that, I'd, I'd move. Yeah, they are quite weird. Universes. Quite weird and strange. These, these creatures um so yeah so then they all get they hand out loads of these plastic flowers and then they get back on the bus don't they and one of them takes his head off and you see it's an all time it speaks as well which is weird because you don't really normally and see it, really, it, it sounds horrible doesn't it mm, it says we yeah, need uh, to so it sounds a bit like dark with a sore throat Got sore throat. Sore throat. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Maybe I've got something in my throat. Maybe I'm a Dalek now. Maybe you are. But yeah, they said they had to leave. He's like, no, we must... What does it sound like I said? A sore throat. And he said... The the, the, the Rex said, no, we must wait for the master. He must be obeyed. Yeah, and he's just like, he just sort of like, seems like he's breaking down again. And the the autumn's like, well, we'll wait for a bit longer, but not in those words. I don't know what he said, but something like that. He might might as well have said that, like, fine, we'll wait for a bit longer then. Yeah. Honestly, humans. But then Mr. Brown, is it Brown Rose was the guy who turned, oh no, before that, the Brigadier, was this when the Brigadier had his, he had a plan, didn't he? He was like trying to outline a plan that they were going to come up with to do it and the doctor's like oh are you, are you done with me he's like no 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 we need your we need, we need you to be paying attention while i'm doing this plan and he says and what we need to do is like we basically find out where the master is he's like oh brilliant now you come to that brilliant conclusion <laughs> <clears throat> and then uh he, he they all go they go off don't they but joe joe stay does joe stay with him i can't remember oh yeah no, this is when um he's testing out the the circuits isn't he the tardis circuit so he goes into the I'm just just gonna do a test flight, and, and then it like it goes. Wee-oo. 
he makes the noise and, and then, then it doesn't just it, then it just stops. sounds like it's breaking down and, and then, then he, he opens and the he, door and loads of smoke comes out yeah and then he's really annoyed and then Joe's like oh we're being childish he's like what's wrong and he's like what's wrong with being childish I like being childish yeah, yeah. And then he's talking about the circuit thing, and he's like, you know, well, this this is a type two. Yeah, this is a Mark two. Yeah, Mark, Mark two. And then and then and the doctor's laughing. And she's like, huh, now his work Mark two. So he's well, also he's going to be stuck on Earth as well. Yeah. So you're like, okay. Fair um, and then yeah, the Autons are still impatient, aren't they, and waiting for the the master to come back? They're just sitting on their coach in <laughs> their outfits. <laughs> yeah. And um. Like kids on a school trip. Yeah. And then the brigadier and, and then the brigadier comes back in, doesn't he? Mister Brownrose from the ministry, I think it is, and um, yeah, he's yeah, quite yeah. anti the doctor, isn't he? And then the doctor's like saying, "Oh, about because he knows his his boss, doesn't he?" I think basically yeah. he says, and he's, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cause any offence." He's like, "Well, let's forget all about it, shall we?" And he tells him that like two people have died, like Mister Farrell and. Um, Mr. McDermott, who we've seen both get killed by different kinds kinds of plastic. Yeah. The chair with the doll and the chair. Um, the, the doll and the chair. And so they go off to Mr. Farrell's house, don't they? And it just looks like like the um mo- like the most like you know the suspects, the doll and the chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was Why didn't you arrest a doll and a chair? And they find out that obviously there was this doll in the house, and because she says that it was. It was, first of all, it was, like, on the radiator. And then, and then when she came back, it was, like, behind the curtains. Like it was trying to get like away. Like it was trying to get yeah, out, yeah. When, so. they, when they took, um, what's his name? The the senior man out. Farrell, yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, so the doctor takes that back to Unit HQ. And um, he's, he, well, he tries to open it up, doesn't he, to dissect it. But he's like, oh, it's all... Uh, it's, it's, it's all it's solid, solid plastic. plastic. Okay, and try the head. And it's and like, it's no, that's solid, solid plastic. plastic as well. And then, like, and I can't remember... And there's almost just like, why make it so plastic? Yeah, and the doctor's like, yeah, why indeed? Hmm. Maybe, uh, maybe so, it's solid. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the the um doesn't the doc the doctor, um they find out that that Farrell's is Farrell's factory, isn't it? That's um, that's where, well, that is kind of tied to these things. So they go to him and the brigadier go, even though Yates wants to go and say, like, no, you're on duty. You <laughs> you have to stay here. So he has to stay with Joe. Um, and then they go to the factory and there's no one there. And they go in and they're like looking around and they find a, a plastic daffodil, doesn't it? Yeah, they? but first of all, they, they see that they've, like, they've moved somewhere. Yeah, and then, they see, but only and today. Then, yeah, because the, the doctor sees the desk calendar. Yeah. And then the brigadier opens up the safe and there's an aut on it. And the doctor's no, like, the doctor, doctor opens up. Oh, it's the doctor. Opens it. Yeah, oh, he's like, he's, down, he's, he's yeah. the stethoscope to... That's right, open to open it. it. And then he shuts it up again quick. So very... As I say, very persistent, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, he finds the plastic daffodil. Well, I don't, don't know why he's hiding in the safe. Like, just obviously, it's obviously put there by the master or something. It's like a little trap just in case yeah. the doctor goes in there. Because you know he's bound to go in there because he knows how yeah. the doctor thinks. You can't really resist the safe, no. can you? Well, you don't know what's, you know, it could be anything yeah. in there, couldn't it? So, it could be like anything in a safe, you know. If there's a safe, it's usually something that needs to be kept safe. Well, yeah, exactly. Because it's in yeah. a safe. Yes. Anyway, no. enough talking about safes now. So using the word safe. <laughs> why, why, why? Because in a safe, you need to keep things safe. Yes. So you use a safe to keep, to keep them safe. I get it. <laughs> the brigadier, though, safe. finds a list... Well, he finds a thing on the desk that says that Rex has hired a coach. And the doctor says, oh, maybe it's a works outing. So no, it's not. I'm not with all those creepy people. <laughs> it's not definitely not a works outing. Um, back at UNHQ, there's a guy who comes to fix the... Like an extra long... Puts an extra long lead on the telephone, isn't there? In the doctor's yeah. lab. 
And he's like, I don't know, maybe he likes to walk around while he talks. And then we cut to, well, they're still, the Orsons are still waiting impatiently on their bus. And we can't go without the master. And then the, 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 um, the guy fixing the telephone comes in and Rex goes, who are you? And then he pulls off his mask and obviously it's the master underneath. Yeah. Um, and Joe and Mike are in the lab still. And, and, he's, and Mike says, oh yeah, you haven't tasted anything until you've tasted some army cocoa. So he goes off to get some cocoa, but he puts the Bunsen burner on, which is right next to the no, dog. Like, he's just making cocoa at the doctor's lab as well. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And Joe's like, oh, the doctor wouldn't, wouldn't be, uh, appreciate that. But he goes off while the Bunsen burner's on, so it's heating up next to the doll. And then the doll gets up and like jumps at Joe. Yeah, and Joe's like, Mike, Mike. And, and then, then he comes shoots and he shoots it. it to bits, basically shoots yeah, it to bits. Yeah, and he's just holding like cocoa and tears yeah. and mugs. <laughs> yeah. And then, so the doctor and the brigadier come back and he's like, what were you, what, what, what's, what's going on? I went to fetch a tin of cocoa. He says, fetch a tin of what? <laughs> he <laughs> said, were you making cocoa in my lab? Yeah. So he's like, oh, did you use the Bunsen burner? Because, um, because he was like, it's heat. Yeah, it's heat. heat. It was right next to it. Yeah. So he works out, obviously that's what it is. But yeah, he's got the plastic flour as well that he's holding there. Surely it would melt them though, because they're plastic. Well, you'd think, but fit maybe not. It would be. I would think maybe it'd be cold that would wake them up. If anything. Well, well, that's just how it. Maybe works, it's like the it? opposite of everything there. Well, they're autons, though. They're maybe weird, it's like they? opposite plastic, so heat doesn't melt it, but cold does. I don't know. I don't really know never how know. it works. The cold obviously makes it inactive, doesn't it? Whereas the heat, maybe it vibrates the molecules enough like so that they volcano. move. Like so. volcano. Uh, I guess so. I don't know. But maybe. plastic, a not plastic a plastic volcano, volcano because yeah. then no one would die. No, that would. Weird, so yeah, very odd. Probably tastes like that weird cheese, wouldn't it? Then, what the heck are you talking about? Like that plastic, the one that looks like plastic. Oh, the like the plastic cheese you put yeah. on burgers and stuff, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> anyway, you were just questioning everything I said at this point, yes, because I don't really know what you're talking about. Oh, you um, should, yeah, you anyway. So then, yeah, the doctor says to everyone else to go out of the lab, and Joe goes, Even me, he says, Oh, why don't you go and chase up that? Um, Mr. Campbell, because he needs some supplies, doesn't he? That Joe's yeah. already phoned through, and then he, you know, he goes, he hangs up his cloak, and then oh, the phone rings. It's like, oh, that's exciting! It's got a phone call. And then uh, who is it? Oh, it's the master. It's the master again. And then he's, he's like, like, "Who um, is this?" Like, I just wanted to say goodbye. goodbye. And then he he does this like a sound and yeah. the, 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 and then like and then what happens at the end, Dad? He gets menaced by <laughs> the phone cable. He's like, it just. <laughs> you sounded so excited when you first said that. Ra- you well, I, ha- you I, like, ha- I haven't done any menacing. Yeah. You, well, you haven't done any menacing, have you? I haven't Hopefully. done any menacing, no. But, I mean, I haven't, I haven't mentioned menacing for yeah. a while, because no one's been menacing. Because you, you, were just, you, you were just like, oh my God, he's being menaced. Yeah, he gets attacked by, by it. Because they're It's a bit like, and he does a funny face, like a bit like in Spear Open Space, actually, when the octopus tentacles are grabbing him. It's that oh, similar yeah, yeah. thing, isn't it? And his face is going... Maybe because he's being grabbed by something I imagine well. so. He's obviously got his being grabbed by face. <laughs> So yeah, so the doctor's the doctor's being attacked. How's he going to escape? How's he going to escape? By not being menaced. Exactly. Well, we've got one episode left. Are you enjoying the story so far? I am. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm quite enjoying it. I've got yeah. Got the first master what story. What do you think well, of it? So. Even though you've already oh, seen it. Oh, I love it. it. I love this one. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's go and watch episode four then, and find out how it's all going to resolve. We have just watched the last fourth episode of Terror of the Orsons. The last fourth episode? How many fourth episodes no, are I mean, I mean, the last episode, which was the fourth, was episode, the fourth episode of the Terror of the Orsons. Yes, 
the terror, terror, terrorizing autumns. No, I said it right, Dad. You did. You did say it. Can't make fun of me this time. No, I won't. I won't make fun of you. Not that infinite. Stop it. (laughs) You said you wouldn't. Okay, we've passed infinite now, have you? Yes, so we watched that, and the doctor, as I like to use the word, was being menaced menaced by a phone cable. Yeah, but he did shout, Bring it here! Help! Help! And then we're going to get, he's like, Unplug it! Unplug it! And he unplugged it, and that was, and then all the. All the terror of that um, particular auton trap, not yeah. auton trap, nesting trap. Um, the, um, and the master looked really annoyed at the end of the phone. He was he was doing his little, little thing, wasn't he? That made the noise. And, he was, yeah, oh. and then he just put the phone yeah, back. Yeah. Oh. And, and then I said to the radio, "It's like you know, then they can make anything plastic. They can make yeah, anything move. Yeah, anything plastic, they can control it. Yeah. Basically. Like, oh yeah. And the radio was like, but there's lots of plastic around. Yeah. Well, because they, they had that daffodil, didn't they? That they were looking at again, and they were seeing what, um, what that was all about. Well, the brigadier, meanwhile, they they were arranging, weren't they? Didn't they find out? They found out what they were doing, didn't they? Did they find out what they were doing before that, or was it after they'd already found out what the daffodil did? I can't remember now. If it was after they, if the brigadier told them they were launching the air attack, because they said they were in the quarry, didn't they? Because they were doing a promotional tour, handing out all these. Daffodils. Yeah, all the daffodils, yeah. But I don't think Because that, that was when the doctor was still trying to figure out what, what the they were. That's did. right, because he put it under a... He put a bit of it under a slide, didn't he? And it looked like a face. Yeah, with some nose and a mouth. Yeah. Like, What's that about? What's that going on? And you think, okay, and that makes more sense when you find out what it actually does yeah. as well. And so, yeah, so the big... The, he didn't need to... The doctor was like, well, I need more time to work out what this is. And he really said, well, you've got an hour and a half, <laughs> basically, before we send this airstrike onto this... Onto the quarry, quarry. where the, the, the buses. Because yeah, he said it would be a lot harder to do if there was if it was in a populated area. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. then there'd be lots. You of can people. see the logic. He, he, the doctors very much anti. Anti destroy. Yeah, anti anti blowing stuff up. Well, that's what they always do in units. So the first thing is they want to do is just blow things up. Yeah, they've got like, better over the time over over yeah. the years, I think. But yeah, they were like, the it's an alien threat. It's like destroy it, destroy yeah, it. Because the doctors are like, you know, there are other ways. There are other, there are other means of not, you know, doing things that don't well, involve destroying. Exactly. Well, like with the Silurians again, he wanted to, he wanted to, you know, try and make peace with them, but the Brigadier wasn't having any because he said about well, let we'll revive one one at a time. Hmm. And uh, but the brigadier had blown them up by then, <laughs> so yeah. or sealed them in their caves again, so they weren't going anywhere. Um. So, yeah. So then the doctor was trying to figure out what this daffodil did, and what was it? It was something that oh, because Yates gave Joe a walkie-talkie, didn't he? About hmm. contact. He said, "Oh, if you need to contact us, here's here's this," and the signal from that made it start moving around. It was yeah. like looking around. It looked like it was looking. Just, it looks like it's looking for something, and the doctor couldn't work out what was what was what it was gonna do. So then, like Joe went over to it. Yeah, and the doctor's and like, it, no, like, Joe. And then it sprayed someone out, and then it like it, it was, like, covered her. Plastic, wasn't it? Covered her nose and mouth, and I was like, um, well, at least she's safe from COVID. Wasn't well, yeah, and and from breathing, <laughs> any kind of breath, she's very safe then. Um, I mean, you so, can still like breathe like. I don't know if your eyes are like your ears or your whatever. Your eyes and ears? What? <laughs> do you you, you if your like, mouth and your nose is closed, that's how, they, that's how people get suffocated, isn't it? Yeah, but like, you could always like train yourself to breathe through how? your ears. You're not a time lord. <laughs> you, can't, you can't know. Just because time, time lords have a respiratory bypass system, so they can just like not worry, they can like shut it off for a bit, so they're alright. 
Have you oh. Not, oh, we haven't come across it yet. Sorry, I'm, I'm spoiling things. Spoilers? Spoiler. I can't spoilers. remember when it first comes up, but it's a handy trick they have. Um, spoilers, and, Dad. Spoilers, spoilers. Spoilers, sweetie. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> Did you not think he ever actually says that? No, not in the same, not no, in the not same, same sentence. sentence. No, no. Anyway. So, yeah, and then it spits up the plastic on Joe and it covers it and he gets some spray. I don't know what it is that he sprays on and it. And then it just comes off. So he tries to take it off first of all and it's, it's clearly just some bit of moulded plastic that's on it. Yeah, and then he, he manages to get off with like, some spray yeah. and then he's, he's looking at it. Sort well, of no, before, not, not quite straight away because then they oh, say yeah. about how many they've distributed and he says, oh, we need to find out if, if there were any daffodils at the scene of any of these other deaths and if, they, if there was some radio signals as well at the time yeah. so they know that that's what set them so up. then the doctor was like but how the, how the plastic not seen so yeah. he, like, he like breathed on it and it like dissolved and it was like oh it dissolves by, by uh, carbon, by dots, carbon yeah. dioxide, dioxide yeah. from the lungs yeah so he found out exactly what you know he was like oh that's why we haven't seen any of it on any of these dead people because it's not there because it's gone it's quite an effective thing really isn't it it's quite a clever way of what, what people that well anyone that had already died from it having anyone it on there. well we hadn't seen anyone we hadn't seen anyone there. no but I mean he was saying if they hadn't found any of the bodies that's why because obviously yeah. it would have just gone when they exhaled carbon dioxide it would have it would have melted it off but but like but then they would still be alive wouldn't they because if they if, if, they if were... it did it straight away <laughs> yeah I know but obviously it, did, it must cut off it must just cut off any air immediately so that's what stops them breathing out because they can't breathe at all but then i guess maybe once they're dead i don't know their last but once breath but when they're dead i don't know it's a really... it's their last breath and it dissolves and they can breathe again oh i don't know maybe they're too maybe they're already dead by that maybe they've had too they've had no oxygen for too long so that's yeah, but then what's... how does it oh never mind i don't know i'm not a scientist i didn't do science at a level like joe and then fail i didn't do it at all i did arts <laughs> i didn't do i didn't do sciences um so Yes, so then he figures out that's what it is. And then all of a sudden, the master suddenly appears in his lab, doesn't he? Yeah. Just turns up. And he had, they have a little bit of back and forth. Which is quite, I always like the doctor and the master scenes. They're always quite fun. And he says about... He says, you're here to kill me, of course. <laughs> yeah. Not without considerable regret. <laughs> yeah, I always love the line. I have so few worthy opponents. He says, oh, you're my intellectual equal, almost. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's face is like, hmm. yeah, well, <laughs> that's what you think, is it? That's what you think. And then, um, not just holding. The doctor's holding. You just pause. What? But, um, the doctor's holding. <laughs> and then you were like, was. I was like, what, what, the, what, what? That metal three thing. The dematerialization circle. Dematerialization the metal three circuit. thing. What? The thing, well, it's got, no, I think it's got four little circles. There's one at the no, top. No, it's and got three, three, isn't it? It's got three legs and then another bit. So it's kind of like a pyramid, I suppose. Yeah. And then he's like, he's holding it. And then he's like, or oh, I have your your zeromalation circuit. Dematerialization. You know the title is dematerialization. You went zemolation. <laughs> What's the zemolation circuit? Your dear Alan mutation your circuit. Dear Alan, your dear Alan mutation circuit. He had his dematerialization. <laughs> you're stuck, yeah, if you do that. But, yeah, if no, you... listen, listen, okay, so, so he said he, he's got his demoralians. Oh, come on, let's move on from this now. So hey, must he's, be got, bored of him. he's got the circuit, yes. and he said, and he's, and then I was like, where'd you get this? Like, I got it from the circus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. It's just the... there. Yeah, just lying on the ground. Um, yeah. Then, then he can't go anywhere without it. Yeah, he says, you if know, you kill me, if you kill me, you'll destroy this, yeah. So I guess if he shrunk him, he shrank yeah. that too. So, so then, then he was like, well, then he was like, well, if you don't give it to me, then I will, I'll I will kill, kill Miss yeah. Grant, yeah. he said. 
But and then she's like, oh, it doesn't matter. You, they're gonna destroy them anyway because they're gonna bomb the quarry. And then, then the masters and, and the doctor's like, Joe, <laughs> the masters saying, oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> Change your plan, I think. <laughs> so then he uh, he says, I've decided not to kill you yet. <laughs> so then they get taken. Well, they they end up driving them back to the bar, the, the coach, don't they? And Bessie. So he gets a lift back to Bessie in the in the a lift back in Bessie, sorry, to the coach. A lift back to Bessie. A lift back to Bessie. They could drive back to Bessie and then they get tied up. No, they don't they don't drive back to Bessie. They no, so they Bessie. drive back in Bessie, sorry. <laughs> they drive back in Bessie to the coach. It's because I keep saying it too many times. <laughs> and they and then they get tied up, don't they, in the and they're like on the floor. In the coach. Well, before that though, Rex tries to escape, doesn't he? Because he's because mm. he's away from the master. He suddenly he's like, breaks free I, of his influence. What am I doing here? Yeah. Not, and he's like, I'm not part of this. And then one of the ask, yeah. one of the autons karate chops him. Yeah. <laughs> that is the, is this essential third Doctor era thing? His karate <laughs> chopping. It's like jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's not dead. You thought he was dead because he turns up again later. Yeah. Because um, because like, sometimes when like um when like. Other people are like, or like, or like, you know, like the the evil aliens when they crouch up people, they just die. Sometimes, but sometimes, not always. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, but but sometimes it does happen. But sometimes they don't. It's like it's confusing like, when it's when it's going to happen or not. Well, as I said, with the doc- the doctor never does. Yeah, of course so the, the doctor. doctor if the doctor chops someone, they never die. Yeah, well, of course, gonna... of course, the doctor doesn't. But like other people, sometimes yeah. they're like sometimes they don't, sometimes they don't. It's like, what's yeah. when is it going to happen? But the brigadier realizes that they're there, and so they have to call off the airstrike, and they're waiting for a minute, aren't they? Like to see if it's actually stopped. Because what's it? What does Benton? Doesn't Benton say something? He says one word over and over again. I can't remember what it is. Hmm. is it, I can't remember. Like cancel, cancel, or something like that. And anyway, they luckily the airstrike doesn't happen, so they're safe. But they're tied. Yeah, they're tied up in the um, in the coach, and then um, what do they do then? Because they're still tied up. And then the doctor. Oh yeah, they start. Um, the doctor says to Joe, "Oh, it's a shame you es- escapology wasn't one of the things you learnt." And she's like, "Funny you should say that." And then shows her hand. And it's like, "Oh, good." Yeah, and, and so then... they manage to untie themselves, but the coaches drive. They have to pretend, pretend they have that they're to still use, tied up. They have still. to use like the, don't have to use, like, the brake light to. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, commun- before the, yeah, while they have to use the brake light to communicate with. Oh yeah, um, by Morse code to yeah. And he says, um, "Daffodils are lethal." Something, something, something. Oh, something. yeah, so protect the radio telescope. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, guard the radio telescope. Yeah. Some, and then something in between that, I can't remember what. Yeah, so then, yeah, I forgot about that. That's when they're still on the ground trying to get free. And then they're kind of, they're sat up, aren't they, I think? They must, they, they, yeah, they're allowed to sit up after that point on the coach. And then as the coach is driving, because they're free now, they've managed to jump out, don't they, at some point. And then does, does the brigadier come and pick them up or something? Because we just, then they're, then they're at the radio telescope, aren't they? So they get to the radio telescope somehow after they've jumped out of the the coach, and the master's already running up, up the steps and they're, they're like, look, I've got to stop yeah, and him. And then this guy in a white coat comes down, and then the master just chucks sure, him I up. That's what I said at the time. It's one of those horrible things that the master. I know he shrinks loads of people, and you know he destroys planets and all sorts of things, but the fact that he just this is this one guy and he just throws him off and I'm like that's so mean I mean that's just really horrible <laughs> this poor guy he's just doing this job and he just throws him like yeah. throws him off I love that I love that you had get a stretcher party I thought he's not going to be alive or if he is he's going to have you know his neck's going to be broken brain damage so, yeah exactly so poor guy just doing his job anyway this the the doctor the, the master goes up there he's fiddling around with the controls trying to get the, trying to change the position of the radio telescope so the nestians can latch onto it and the doctor gets up <laughs> the doctor gets up and the brigadier shoots the door open 
And the master's like, it's too late. They're coming now. Look. And you see all these glittery lights staying yeah. in the radio telescope. And then um, the doctor says, well, when they get here, they're not going to distinguish between you and you and everyone else, are they? And the master just has like, the look of like, oh, dear. Oh, I made it. <laughs> I yeah. made an error. And like you said, the master can be a bit of an idiot sometimes. sometimes he doesn't really think like... things through, does he? No, it's very silly. It's just saying, oh, come on, really? Why, why have you not thought this through? I swear the doctor's like, clearly smart. I tell you what, it will not be the last time that the master does something <laughs> a bit stupid. But we, we know that. Yes. Oh, yeah. But I mean, even in the old, even yeah. in the classic series. So, so, yeah. So, the doctor helps the master sort it out. And then there's a big, there's a bit of an explosion, isn't there? And it tilts the. Everyone looks like they're like dancing in there, doesn't it? Yeah, there's some weird <laughs> effect going on, like a disc, like there's some kind of disco happening. <laughs> the disco effects. Yeah, and then the radio telescope moves a bit, and then the lights go away, and that's yeah. it. So they've stopped. They stopped the invasion. And Hurrah! Then the, um, and then the the. I think they've already well they've already been destroying the, the um. The creepy mannequin thing. So no, they just they've start already, falling, yeah. don't they? Well, before that, because we missed a bit where they come out, don't they? And they start shooting at the unit soldiers. Oh, yeah. Because they've already been told, I think, that the um, the daffodils are, are all um, have been have been destroyed or being destroyed by unit. But, yeah, so then when that happens, like you say, the mannequins all drop to the ground, don't they? Yeah, they look really funny. They look either lost or they look drunk. Yeah. It's quite funny. And the last one to fall over is quite funny, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because when they're shooting at them, though, as well, the one of them flips over, doesn't it? Yeah, Before that, when funny. one of them one of them just like, does, like, a, like, does a front, front... It goes, like, up in the air and flips yeah, over. Yeah, flips over. It's quite funny. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so then the master's already run off and he's running back to the coach and they try and shoot him, but no one gets him. And then he comes out, he goes around the back and then comes out the other side, doesn't he? And and uh, the doctor's like, don't trust him, don't trust him. And he comes towards them and then all of a sudden he pulls out a gun and is about to fire and Yates shoots him about three times, I think, and in the chest. Then, and the doctor goes over and then he's just like... Then, oh, Yates is like, wow, that's the end of him. Yeah. But then, and then he just pulls off his mask and it's, and it's not... Rex. It's Rex. <laughs> it's Rex, isn't it? He just, other than the mask, just like carries on disguises of himself. Yeah, I know, I know. It just happens to have a rubber mask on <laughs> Like, what if, he, what if he put it on himself and then mm. they were like, it's not the mask. No. <laughs> they took it off and it was the mask. Yeah, ta-da. <laughs> but yeah, psychology. and then he drives off in the coach and they, yeah. like, they can't stop him and he drives off in the coach and then there's a little bit at the end where he said oh well the master will be gone now and it looks like well no he won't because I've still got his dematerialisation circuit yeah, so because I gave him the my, my yeah, one that's broken I've been trying to fix for months <laughs> so uh, <laughs> and they say and they say well they found the coach but they haven't found him so oh are we show up again and then the doctor says oh yes I'm quite looking forward to it <laughs> yeah he just likes a bit of a, a sparring partner I think someone to fight with so there you go. That's the that's the first master story. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I did. It was good. It was it was it was it was entertaining. Did you enjoy the very first master as well, Roger Del Yes, Bardo, yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. He's one of my favourites. He's very good. I like. Well, him. I've only really seen one story with him, but I do oh, I do like him so far. There's a few of them. And so. hopefully, 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 hopefully. Mm. Um, I need to stop saying hopefully. I can't get my you words do. out. Stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully, I do. Um, I do like him as well. Good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Good. Well, okay, there we go. That's our first story of season eight done. Next week, we will watch the first half of The Mind of Evil. I wonder what that could be about. An evil mind? I reckon so. Only chance. Anyway, goodbye for now. Bye for now. Bye.